Hey, 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 and welcome to Happy Hour, the definitive seventh heaven walkthrough. I'm your host, Morgan, with my good friend and neighbor, Greg. Annyeonghaseyo. <laughs> welcome all. <laughs> Greg learned another word in Korean, <laughs> phrase, uh, which just means hi, I think. Yep. <laughs> this is season three, episode 12. You're going to do your drink noise? <laughs> there we go. Greg is drinking a wild cherry Pepsi. Yep. <laughs> Ooh, sober Thursday. <laughs> this episode is called All That Jazz, which is a reference to a movie I haven't seen and maybe a Broadway stage show. There wasn't any jazz in the episode at all. Literally have no idea what that uh, title means yeah. in reference to this episode. <laughs> True chaotic nature of 7th Heaven. Anyway, if you've been enjoying the show, make sure you give us five stars on iTunes and write a review. If you haven't yet and you've been listening every week, what are you doing? We haven't got a new review in so long, and yeah. I know you guys are listening out there. Anyway, or you can tell your friends, that helps. Or you can talk about us on the 7th Heaven subreddit, where all those weirdos are. There's many options. All right. Anything uh, new going on with you this week? I'm practicing that song I performed for you a lot, and I'm practicing guitar. And my heart is still racing from the nerves of performing it for someone. <laughs> I only know like 30 seconds of the song. <laughs> yeah, Greg's hyped right now. And uh, it's a beautiful day here in our nation's capital. October, I'm telling you, you only have two more weeks to to come see it if you're trying to visit. Yeah. Um. Anyway, after this episode, we're going to be watching the U.S. Women's yeah. National Team match. Uh, they're playing South Korea. I, I, obviously, I want our girls to win, but I don't want the Korean girls to get embarrassed. Let's have I a good game. I hope it's a good match. Yeah. I hope it's like a 4-2 or something. Yeah, that, that, I want everyone to have fun. And I'm wearing my jersey. Do you see? I do. It looks really nice on and you. And it's your girlfriend, see? It is my girlfriend. Why do you even have hers? Don't <laughs> actually, you like people better than her? Actually, I really like Alex Morgan, especially since she helped all these girls deal with all these sexual harassment claims and everything. For years, out of the spotlight, she was like helping them behind the scenes, and it came out. Oh, that's great. So I'm like, I always did like Alex Morgan because I think she's funny and very pretty, cool. obviously. Yeah. And she's a goofball. But now I'm like, now she's like a hero. Yeah. And, speaking, and she wasn't doing it for attention like some people <laughs> on the women's national team. Speaking of a big night for Korean girls, tomorrow, I guess, tomorrow at 7 a.m. our time is the final, the live episode, the final of Girls Planet 999, wow. where everything will be decided. And Thomas and I had this great idea where, because you know how I came up with that name Nebula 9 that I submitted? Mm-hmm. And I was thinking like, I'm going to be through over the moon if, if they pick it, but there's an, I'm not going to get any validation for it because you and him are the only people told about this. So we had this idea to just, I innocuously posted it somewhere in that subreddit and then just like, oh, hey, it'd be cool if they named the group Nebula 9 so that's time stamped. And then tomorrow, uh-huh. if it or when I find out on Saturday when it happens, apparently there's like a subreddit where you just like call, where you, people just post correct predictions people made in comments. This is an elaborate so, so way. Thomas is going to post to that so that the world will know that I, that they picked my name. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Phase one is complete. I, I timestamped it this morning. Okay. I even got a couple upvotes. <laughs> Maybe I should put some money on the soccer game. Similar. <laughs> what the score will be. All right. Well, all that aside, we got stuff to do tonight, so it's time to get through this uh, episode, which I thought was... An interesting one compared to recent ones we've had. I, I liked guess. it well enough. Yeah. The best thing about this episode, I think we're both going to agree, is Nigel's uh, piss-poor yeah. attitude. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, uh, this episode... 
episode starts, uh, Nigel is over at the house, and he's trying to help Simon come up with an anniversary gift for Dina, and Simon's kind of being a little bitch and, like, whiny, like he always is. Meanwhile, in the girls' room, Lucy's trying to pick out which terrible cardigan she wants to wear out on a date. They both look pretty bad and not really age-appropriate. I like they the look blue like one old better. lady, like, sweater sets. <laughs> the blue one looked better. Is that the one you picked? Yeah. All right. And while this is happening, Lucy is trolling Mary about her love life and how she hasn't had any dates in a while. And uh, the topic comes up that when she was dating Wilson, all the guys wanted to date her. But now that she's single, she's not desirable anymore. Ain't that a catch-22? Um, I think she was just nicer when she was with Wilson. She's just less likable now. Really? Is that it? I think that's what it is. Yeah. Well, Lucy also uh, tells Matt, who walks in the room, that she saw Heather at the mall as, like, a passing comment. I don't think she realized that Matt was still so hung up on Heather. Yeah, pining for her, for sure. Yeah, and he loses his mind. He's like, why didn't you tell her? (laughs) (laughs) I was just coming to get the Doritos, and this is how I find out? (laughs) (laughs) Like, how else was she supposed to tell her? (laughs) Anyway, Eric and Annie are, meanwhile, at the hospital because they are registering to give birth at some Yeah, apparently point. pre-registering helps you skip the line when you get there. C-section <laughs> or something. And they dramatically see some guy who's a doctor, and we don't really know why, but there's dramatic music, and they're like, <gasps> and then there's a commercial break. <laughs> so, I think we can guess what's going on there. I, I honestly wasn't really able to, I didn't understand. I, I knew yeah. from the synopsis that she had a problem with a Dr. Hastings, but I didn't really... Yeah. Something's wrong with this I doctor, apparently. history and some malpractice, which it was. So, back at the house, after the commercial uh, credit break, Rod shows up. Rod looking much different. Rod is older, he's got a haircut, he shaved his mustache, which comes up multiple times in this episode. Uh, he's looking more handsome. <laughs> he's grown. And uh, Lucy answers the door, and at first Lucy is, like, super weird, like, I'm dating Jordan now, like, da you get to show up, like, da 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 And Rod's not even saying anything. And then he's like... I'm here because my mom died, and boy, does she feel like an asshole all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, there's that. And then, uh, for the first time, I think, in the history of the show, we have a, like, random aerial shot of Glen Oak as, like, a transition shot. Like, yeah. they, they're up in a helicopter or something. <laughs> Big budget. But it looked really super blurry. <laughs> I wonder where they actually filmed. I have no idea. It was work, just, like, work. their house from far away. <laughs> But where is that? Like, where is uh, Glen Oak located? Uh, some L.A. suburb or something? I don't know. Everything's Burbank. Yeah. So, Rod is hiding out in the girls' room uh, for most of this episode. And they're just like, there's a little scene where they talk to him for like a second. Meanwhile, Matt calls Heather's house, and we have this whole fucking phone situation again. <laughs> just text the girl. I know Texas is Email not exist the girl. <laughs> Anyway. Well, the cameras don't seem... Well, they have one computer, and it's in Eric's office. We're getting into almost 2,000. We're yeah. getting, like, there should be a little more... Uh, less, Page the girl. Less mother involved <laughs> in this, but Matt calls Heather's house. Heather's mom picks up the phone. Heather immediately signs to the mom, I'm not here. <laughs> so, so the mom is doing a very bad job of being like, uh, yeah, Heather's fine, bye. And then, like, yeah, Matt's like, what? what? Uh, there's that. Annie storms in and just hugs Matt very dramatically. <laughs> Annie's acting was horrible this entire oh, episode. Yeah. yeah, it really was. We find out it's because this man they saw at the hospital, Dr. Hastings, almost killed Matt during his birth, and I'm assuming put Annie's life in danger as well. 
and Annie's basically on the warpath of, like, having PTSD and, like, calling the hospital and figuring out what the deal is with this guy and why he's there. She's trying to get him canceled. She's trying to get him canceled. <laughs> and then Matt's like, hey, Simon, I'll take you to the mall because I, like, at first I thought he was just, like, trying to see if Heather showed up at the mall again since she was just there. Does like, <laughs> she just live at the mall? <laughs> she doesn't seem like she's that much of a shot like, but I don't know. She has a lot of sweater sets, too. But turns out he's, like, Basically, well, we're not there yet, but it's just a trick to stalk Heather somewhere. Wilson is possibly back, the audience. This was so confusing. I was like, are they together or not together? They waited so long for Mary to just confirm that they're not actually together again. So there's basically a jokey scene of Ruthie just snitching on everyone in the house about all of their drama to Eric. Once again, Ruthie in this episode just sucks for a bunch of reasons. Ruthie just overheard various snippets. She uh, made the assumption that Mary was back with Wilson and told Eric this, and so the audience thinks that. Rod's still hiding out in the closet. He's now in the closet in uh, Lucy's closet. I guess a callback to the... Lucy always being in her closet? Yeah, Lucy always being upset in the closet. Yeah. So they say that... Rod's dad. So Rod, I don't know if it came up yet, comes up yet, but Rod doesn't want to be around his dad with his grief and whatever. And Rod's dad thinks that he's at Jimmy Moon's house, which I'm thinking like, why aren't you doing this with Jimmy Moon? He seems good enough to talk to about this. He's your best friend. Why? Why is he with yeah. Lucy and not Jimmy Moon? I mean, he doesn't have a lot of emotions either, Jimmy Moon. I think that's that perfect for this. Yeah, yeah, it seems to be what Rod wants to deal with. He doesn't Jimmy want to talk about it. Perhaps. <laughs> Ruthie sees him. They're trying to hide Rod from Ruthie, but uh, he comes out of the bathroom and Ruthie sees him. So they're, like, worried she's going to snitch because she snitches about everything. So they capture her. So they capture her. (laughs) (laughs) Matt drags Nigel and Simon to Heather's house instead of the mall. And boy, is Nigel pissed. Because he's like, first of all, I want to go to the mall. We're going to the mall because of Simon's girlfriend. And then I'm not even at the mall. like, at this random girl's house, I don't know. Sitting outside, not even going in the house. Just, like, Matt nervously waiting to decide if he wants to go into the house. (laughs) And... Plot twist, we find out, because uh, Heather's talking to her mom in a different room, like inside the house, when Matt's not there, that Heather is engaged. And she's like, you're going to have to tell Matt that you're engaged since you want Eric to do your wedding. Why does she want Eric to do it so bad? I guess it's her church. I don't know. Then wouldn't he find out this eventually anyway? I don't Yeah, but I think it is better if she tells him, right? <laughs> I guess. Oh, but... Uh... Part of Nigel's piss poor attitude was also just sick burns on Simon. I don't remember any in particular, but he, he was really uh, landing zingers all yeah. episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was something. Uh, love him. Really representing the audience in this one. <laughs> so Annie's going to the hospital, and then it's because she has, it turns out, high blood pressure because she's getting so worked up about this whole Dr. Hastings situation. <laughs> And then she yells at this other doctor, and to be fair, he was being pretty patronizing about her concerns, I thought. Um, but also, we don't know what happened before this scene, or how much, how long she had been yelling at him. Yeah, how how about you take a shot at dealing with Annie Camden, and you True. not be patronizing? <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, Rod is eating lunch in the closet, and some guy calls for Mary, they all want her now, now that they think she's with Wilson, and turns out that guy is Michael Townsend. Towner. Guy, Towner, sorry. Who's Michael Townsend? That's No one. Else. No. 
uh, Michael Tanner, the gentleman from season one that ran over Mary with his car and blew out her knee. <laughs> if you forgot. Kind of ruined her life. Kind <laughs> just, of the reason. <laughs> he's somewhat, like, somewhat responsible for the Coach Coper thing, because if she didn't have her knee injury, I don't think Coper would have been taking such an interest in her and yeah. such. She would have just been another player. So he kind of set a lot of things in motion. Oof, yeah. Matt's up in his room. I guess he did eventually go to the mall because he's trying on some terrible new pants he bought. Really atrocious pants. I thought they were fine. They really weren't hippie pants as everyone kept describing them as. They were like ill-fitting cargo pants that were like slate gray. Like, those weren't going to get any girl back. (laughs) I think it looked good with this sweater. I thought Nigel had a fun line where he was like, hey, I got dragged in the mall to buy these pants for a girl that I don't even know, and I, blah, 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 so I'm going to see you wear the pants. You're going to put the pants yeah. on. I'm going to tell you what I think about that. <laughs> Nigel's a straight up <laughs> All right, so it turns out Michael Towner is uh, looking a lot cuter these days, I thought. He's really, I agree. He's really grown up and... I thought that was past puberty. That seemed like that was the theme of this episode: is people blast from the past, but two of them being boys who got past puberty and looking bare on the other side. Some uh, Neville Longbottoms of themselves. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, so she is kind of lying to Lucy that she's talking to Michael Tanner. She's kind of ashamed because of her previous history with Michael Tanner to tell anyone about it. But everyone's acting like he hit her on purpose, like he's some horrible piece of shit. It was by accident. Yeah, yeah. It was one thing where he was like, oh, I don't think my parents would want me in your car. I get it. He's clearly a, a distracted driver. But otherwise, he's not a monster. You know, yeah. Ruthie is still hanging out with Rod in the closet. <laughs> She's like the only one that he really wants to talk to because I think of her her innocence or her like lack of being nervous around him or something. There's nothing to, or she has nothing to talk about. Like Yeah. She, she doesn't want to make him talk, I right, guess. Right, yeah. She's just chilling with him. And then Eric and Annie are like, shit, we just found out that Rod's mother died. Like we should talk to Lucy. But then they just find, like, Rod anything in the closet. Else. <laughs> well, it seemed like they were doing anything else instead of talking to Lucy. Yeah. It, found, it took a while for them to actually get on up there to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they're kind of distracted with this whole Dr. Hastings situation. So Matt finally goes to Heather's again, and this time she actually comes out and talks to him. Because <laughs> <laughs> he, he's just sitting he's in his car <laughs> in front of her house. <laughs> At no point does he go to the door. Yeah, he's got his new pants on. And I liked Heather in this scene because she really didn't sugarcoat it. She was just like, I'm going to cut you off right there. I'm engaged. (laughs) (laughs) And then it's like commercial break. Um, Mary and Michael. You're not going to talk about how out of line Matt was? Oh, I don't think we're there yet. I think that comes in a second. Um, So then uh, Mary and Michael are at the pool hall. And he's making some serious moves. And you're holding your hand. Yeah, he's cute now. Yeah. His voice seemed to have changed a little bit. It's like more smooth. Yeah. And then Rod is hanging out with Eric. And we have like a very depressing scene where we hear his whole life story. Where like his mom was sick with leukemia. Was it leukemia? That was some sort of cancer. Some kind of cancer. And uh, his dad couldn't really handle it. So, like, Rod had to handle everything, and then there's like a li- really good kind of graphic of the, I went to re- chemo, I went to radiation, I helped shave her hair, I helped pick out wigs. And yeah, stuff. It, was, it was a rough one. Yeah. And then he's like, and she helped me shave my mustache, which is like, some, <laughs> they kind of had some comic relief in there, but they really And then there's this other, like, F plot about the butterfly clips that Simon got Dina that Ruthie's trying to steal. What's well, the plot that was already existing of si- yeah. Simon's whole thing is I gotta buy a gift for Dina. 
And yeah. I'm not going to shut the hell up about it's it. Just like the Christmas episode again where everyone's freaking out about what gifts to give. Yeah. It's a smaller version. So yeah, now is the part where Matt's being a giant douche. <laughs> yeah, really. Where he's like, my dad and I are a package deal <laughs> and like you can't have him do your wedding because... It's my dad. We were supposed to get back together like news to anyone else. You've been dating like 17 other girls in the meantime. Yeah. You weren't that into Heather. So I think I picked out a sign that I liked. Is this forget? This is forget. Yeah, more. This is good for the audience. Close enough. (laughs) You just did something very close to black. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, forget's a fun sign. You guys should Google it. It's like, like you're wiping your memory clean. Yeah. It's a good one. Anyway, so she says something about forgetting. I don't know. Yeah, I think. No, something like, about forgetting. Yeah, I think he was saying like, "Did you just forget me or something like that?" Yeah. Or you can't just forget us, what we had. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt, he probably did it wrong. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I think it was. It was I think that's it was why like she dumped this. it for some dumb guy. So Rod is talking to. That happens. Rod is talking to Lucy about not wanting to go to the funeral because he's like, "I was with my mom at the end," and like, whatever. What do these people know about it? And Lucy's trying to like talk him out of it. And she's like, I wish I went to my friend's funeral or whatever. And Eric now has decided that he wants to talk to Dr. Hastings, and he, like, forces Annie to do it when she doesn't really want to do it. I wonder, I wonder if Rod, real quick, I because previously when Lucy says, like, oh, I know what you're going through, my friend died, and Rod's like, it's your friend, she's my mom. I wonder if he also knows that she barely knew this friend. Yeah. This friend was in half of an episode and then just dies. They weren't really <laughs> all that close. <laughs> <laughs> Michael is continuing to, to lay it on thick, and Matt catches them kissing out by the house. And there's a really poor cover-up by Mary, <laughs> where she just shoves into the ground. <laughs> Classic Mary. Uh, it doesn't really work. And then now is the scene we've all been waiting for, where Nigel's like, fuck you, Simon, bros before hoes, essentially. As much as I like Nigel in this, I thought he went a little too far when you said he didn't want to be friends anymore. Yeah. Like, that's, come like, on. you only care about Gina, and, like, you can drive me home, Reverend Cameron, like... <laughs> Fuck Simon. <laughs> and Simon's like, oh. But I guess Simon learned a valuable lesson about not being in love jail with your girlfriend and also appreciating your friends. Wait, love jail? Love jail is like when you're in a new relationship with someone and then you like ignore everyone else in your oh. life and like can't be contacted. Why are you in jail? Oh, is that why? Yeah, it's like you're just not paying attention to anyone else. Well, love jail makes it seem like you're not there willingly. Your heart isn't captured by this person but, and you're not paying attention to others. But it's on purpose, kind of. So it doesn't yeah. sound like jail. Except, yeah, sometimes your emotions get away with you and then you act weird. Anyway, that's what Simon's doing to his bro. Um, in Dr. Hastings' office, they're really yelling at him. And uh, he apologizes very sincerely, but they aren't having it at all. And then he goes on this big rant about how he found God, which I thought was extremely unnecessary. I did not need this. Did, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be one say this whole plot i wish just didn't happen yeah. and it was at this moment where i decided that it's entirely pointless but it does show that i guess they wanted the theme of the episode to be redemption because we have our forgiveness we have oh the michael rod's taylor dad. plot rod's uh, dad and like matt forgiving heather and forgiving heather for I know, what you know what i mean <laughs> figuring out not nah, you shouldn't fight with heather and Matt redeemed himself and forgave himself yeah. for being such a douchebag. Or just, like, apologizing. <laughs> I think that's what they were going for, but it didn't really work. And then we 
you find out that Mary wasn't actually dating Wilson this whole time. She just started a rumor by calling the entire women's basketball team to tell them to spread the lie that she was dating Wilson. But there was a bunch of times where she's talking to Lucy or other people who she, like, should be in on this. And she still is really unclear as to whether she's actually dating Wilson or not. At the point where she tells Lucy that Wilson's on the phone. Like, Lucy yeah. helped you come up with this. Why are you lying to her, too? Michael Towner. Sure, but why is she lying to Lucy? She was the one who helped her come up with this whole thing. I don't know, man. She's a habitual liar. Ruby finally gets the hair clips that she's been covering all episode, as Simon realizes. Well, there, there's not, there wasn't even any lead-up to why she wanted these hair clips, but they now just exist, and they're not hers, so they have to become hers. Yes. Oh, you... you I think they wanted to show that Simon realized that the gift wasn't that important to give to Dina, and Ruby wanted them, so... That's dumb. I didn't understand why he was all of a sudden giving giving them to her. It is dumb. <laughs> uh, you did skip over a part, I think, when they were in Matt's room, Simon and Nigel. Simon uh, went on a whole thing about how they remind him of Kate Winslet in Titanic. <laughs> and she had just like it. And then Nigel is just like, um, actually, the hair clips in Titanic were half dragonfly, half butterfly. Yours are just butterfly. And Kate Winslet didn't even really wear the hair clips. <laughs> Wow, whole <laughs> Titanic wow. trivia thing. Love it, Nigel. Love it for you. So then there's a scene where Simon and Nigel make up, and then there's a scene where Heather's like, "You can just suck it, up. suck it up, Matt. <laughs> Get over it. Yeah. Get over it." And then there's a scene where Annie talks to Rod about being there for his dad, and like, even though he doesn't need to go to the funeral, like, she go, you know, be there with his dad, and. Then we close out with Eric doing a sermon on forgiveness, which is the theme of the episode, I suppose. And then uh, Rod makes up with his weird little dad. His <laughs> dad like, has some weird fucking hair. Two feet shorter than him. <laughs> yeah, and his like, super curly hair. It's kind of wild. Yeah, he was an interesting looking fellow that also looked nothing like Rod. All right, so that's this episode. Uh, we went through that faster than I thought we would. There wasn't that much that happened, really. I mean, stuff happened, but it didn't have a lot of depth to it. Yeah, and there's not really a greater discussion to be had about any of it. It's yeah, just like what our thoughts on redemption are. Like, yeah. I don't know, guys. I think. It's well, a good oh, thing. I guess you, you kind of missed um, <laughs> Simon apologized to Nigel and Nigel. Well, first, Nigel halfway on the ride home realized no one was home, so he had to come back anyway, and then waited in the car for a while before he went and saw Simon because he still pissed at him. And then Simon apologized, and I guess Nigel's cool with it now that, that yeah. that's how that one wraps up I guess and simon right. lets ruthie have the the hair clips for some fucking reason yeah. she did nothing to deserve this she's just been an asshole the entire time just she's nice to run <laughs> cool <laughs> yeah and... yeah your typical disjointed seventh heaven episode um i'm gonna give this one i think a five out of ten i gave it a seven and a half i liked I watching it I, I was enjoying it okay. Maybe a six. You've convinced me. But, um, yeah, that's about all I've got for this one. You got any plot remixes or anything? Yeah, definitely cutting out the Annie plot because it was poorly acted, didn't really feel like it added anything, and the Finding God was really forced. and Threw me for a loop there. Yeah. And then, I guess with that extra time, let's find out more about Rod's dad. Let's have him in here. He's probably a real character. He, yes. he did. He did create Rod. So let's find out what's or going like, on with that. Bring in some Jimmy Moon, who also comes over for moral support. Yeah, or maybe yeah. It's like Rod went to Jimmy, and then Jimmy was like, 
Jimmy brings him to Lucy's like, hey, I'm no good at this. Could you you or your dad help help out help me out help me help Rod, and then that could be a thing. I don't know. Yeah. And and also let's let's have Dina show up and he gives her the gift or something. Yeah, I, don't know. I like something Dina. Something with Dina, right? Yeah, I don't know. This one's a weird one. All right, that's all I've got. Next <laughs> Sorry this one's so short, Wait, guys. I feel like it, we're cheating them out of things. Two episodes in a row that we did kind of short. Well, you can't... All these middle ones are just kind of like, bam, bam, bam. Yeah, they, they all kind of are inherently filler episodes. Unless they're going to make the um, the Heather thing be, like, a longer thing where, where eventually the wedding happens and that ends up, like, taking over, like, being yeah. the, the, the plot of an episode... It feels like it's all. I think really they are gonna do filler. that. They're just setting it up. Then I guess this episode matters in some way. I wish they would have fought for longer. I wish Heather would have yelled at him for longer. <laughs> he deserved it. <laughs> yeah, make him sweat. Make him like ignore him. All right. Uh, next one is called "The Tribes That Bind." Oh, tribes. With the twins' birth impending, Eric makes the kid's life miserable by fussing and overplanning, yet blames Matt for preparing the youngsters for what's ahead. Annie adds to the mess by inviting over the Hamiltons, just so Patricia can help her ward off the parish busybodies, who forced a baby shower on her so they can snoop around the church-owned home. Ruthie acts as if a victim when acts as if a victim when classmate Bobby points out her underwear visible by failing to wear school regulation shorts. <laughs> Her elder siblings are pushed to confront Bobby's family, but his brothers aren't only taller like their dog, they also bond with Matt and Mary and end up turning on the brats together by KGF Boozers. I don't know. I can't tell. Be, to be honest. The church biddies sound interesting. And I like Patricia, so we'll see. Uh, AT gave this a 4 out of 10. Ooh, harsh. Seventh Heaven tries to tell a lot of stories per episode, and sometimes it makes for a bit of a mixed bag. They say that every single time. This is like yeah. just their stock. Are we sure an answer. AI isn't writing? I don't know. Well, it's interesting <laughs> to see the family think about how life will once be the twins arrive. This could have been a whole episode in itself. Instead, we get a racism storyline thrown in, which, to be fair, is well done. A rather silly storyline involving Ruthie, and a woefully unfunny fight scene, and utterly pointless, barely a storyline involving the ever annoying Lucy. Not the best overall. Episode wow. ever overall. There's some additional stuff going on. Yeah. A fight scene and a racism. I wonder what the racism is about. I guess it's why the, the Hamiltons are around. Yeah. The church ladies coming over. Oh, are they coming over to the Hamilton? House? No, they're, no, they're coming over to the to the Candy House because they want to see what huh. what the church is funding. But I guess you you wouldn't bring a. Ha- I guess well. Nigel was in this one, but for the most part, it doesn't seem like they bring in Hamiltons unless they want to use them being black for something. Yes. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> there's that. Um, I thought well, it was kind of it was kind of fun to look at the cast last time. Let's see if okay. there's anyone well, interesting here. Back? Uh, yes. So Morgan Hamilton is in here. Keisha Hamilton. Mrs. Hinkle was back. Sergeant Ooh, Michaels. Lynn Hamilton. Sergeant John Hamilton. <laughs> and Nigel. Yeah. So we have. All of the Hamiltons back, though they actually don't list Patricia on here for some fucking reason. <laughs> she's really low down. <laughs> I guess it doesn't like it, it. 
the cast, it says top cast, so it's not the whole cast. But yeah, she's not even on this. Happy as happy as is listed pretty high. Up in this. <laughs> well, she's in every episode. All right. Well, that's been this week's episode. Uh, well, so wait, Patricia is behind someone whose character is just called Old Woman. Aww. Yeah, somehow Patri- like, Patricia doesn't make this list. <laughs> Well, maybe old woman was played by someone. Amzie Strickland. <laughs> Never seen her before. Okay, well, thanks for listening to this week's episode, and see you next week. Bye. I'll learn goodbye in Korean for next time. <laughs> <laughs>